and welcome back to You Took It Too Far. Another episode, another week. Weird night, though. This is a, a weird recording. This is a late night episode. Your host, Charlie Clark here. And with me, as always, finishing a sip of water before we start saying something. God. Nate Miley on the other side Ooh. of the Zoom call. What's up, man? Uh, just had to, to get down a mouthful of nuts. Yeah, it was really weird to watch you do on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> so let's try that again. How you doing, Nate? Um, well, as for mentioned, I just had to take down a mouthful of nuts. Yeah, so the almond thing that's like your uh, – one of your new healthy alternatives, you're just doing – what are those, unsalted or flavored of some sign? You know, because you ever have those uh, – you know, like the wasabi flavor, the, the, the barbecue almonds. You ever get um, I like the, the salt and vinegar ones. Oh, yeah, those are good. Well, salt and vinegar is, is really, really good. Um, these are just regular sea salted almonds, and I, I, I like nuts. They're, they help satiate my cravings for food. The crunch is, is exquisite. Um, the different flavor profiles that broadcast over so many kinds of nuts. Um, yeah. That's what you I like desire. A, so you like like mixed nuts? Like when you go to like a holiday party, like a Christmas type party, are you doing like the mix? Are you the guy that's actually cracking nuts next to the? I, you ever <laughs> see those? And you're like, who's actually walking up me? Like, you know what, hazelnut? Oh, fucking sounds good. <laughs> right yeah, in the middle yeah. of the party. <laughs> I uh. Those are decorative. <laughs> it's not even real. <laughs> Don't eat that. <laughs> Lead paint. Don't eat that. <laughs> My grandmother's. <laughs> it was painted in the 50s. That's lead paint. Um, fuck. No, I uh, actually, those are, you know, hazelnuts and like walnuts you have to crack also, right? Those yeah. walnuts. Um, I'm allergic to walnuts. Oh, are you? Yeah. Um, You're allergic to dogs and walnuts, acetaminophen. <laughs> that's so many weird allergies I, it's almost like you make them up well no i, I saw you eat a, a lot of walnuts once well i think i grew out of that allergy because i definitely had that when i was younger but like in the football camp when i tried to with walnuts Dude. i have a reaction um did you have to say it like that <laughs> well that's what happened okay um Trigger warning. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe it's a little late for that. <laughs> um, I think I grew out of the the walnut allergy. Um, <laughs> here's where we are. <laughs> Fifteen minutes ago. Um, acetaminophen probably will kill me. Okay. Not, not I mean, a, a large quantity will kill me, as anybody. So maybe we all are allergic to medicine at the end of the day. <laughs> Wow, man. <laughs> really deep, man. Very cool. Thank you. Um, so I like almonds. You know what? That's fair, though, because I never really thought about that before. Uh, when, when you look at like a side of Tylenol, like the bottle of Tylenol uh, mm -hmm. in your medicine cabinet that everybody has and everybody takes, you know, liberally, you yeah. know. Yeah. And you look on the side, it's like, you know, exceeding over 4,000 milligrams of acetaminophen in a day is very dangerous. Yeah. And, and then you're thinking, that's, that's a lot of milligrams, you know, 4,000. 4, mm -hmm. And then you realize that you're taking a grand, you know, you're taking 1,000 milligrams per, per dosage. Like every time you pop them, you're popping 1,000. So like you only have to do that four times to shut your kidneys down. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a huge window. That also seems like it could be detrimental to society. You get people going around poisoning people with acetaminophen. Yeah. I don't know. I think it like really takes a lot. Well, I think, I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. But um, they also say, you know, don't have more than two alcoholic beverages a day. Right. And uh, they also say, don't listen to podcasters. So take everything we say, every statistic with a grain of salt. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is not a factual uh, <laughs> podcast. This is more of a podcast of bumbling ineptitude and narcissism. 
Um, yeah, right. I know what narcissism is. What's the first word you said? <laughs> Not bumbling. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that one. What's that? Am I mispronouncing that? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It just means like you're not qualified. Oh, then yeah, we're good. We Lack pick of those. qualification. I'm bumbling. Um, <laughs> you can be you narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can both be the whatever word you said. Entourage. Yep, we're the hit TV show. Entourage. Um, Charlie, what happened today or what happened during your week? Give me a rundown of what a week in Charlie was like. Uh, this week is particularly boring. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, oh God, just trying to finish all this shit to, to graduate college. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you sent me or you sent the, us a, an image of what your requirement was for your for your your oh my film paper exam? yeah yeah like and it's like the questions were were yes very intricate and they asked you know multiple things it was a dude i hate that like when the question is 37 questions yeah <laughs> like number one and 15 questions inside two question marks it's like mm-hmm. that's not just that's not fair question. that's not fair i'm like that's not one question you're misleading yeah. me they were they were very intricate questions. In the, yes, the questions were very intricate, but they prompted an eight hundred plus word response. <laughs> yeah, that was so. I, my film exam was three three questions, eight hundred words a pop minimum, uh, and they like I said, they were really long questions. So, and I only got like a day beforehand, so we like we were supposed to prepare, like mm. our main points and details before because some of the questions were like you know listing three uh editing and Mm. cinematography techniques that spike lee uses and then she'll want you know two examples from like two examples of it like in his movies Mm -hmm. so like i was i had to come up with like eight movie examples and like explain them and granted i explained them at a very surface level i was just trying to hit that word count yeah just yeah <laughs> i wasn't doing a deep dive it definitely wasn't my best work but yeah it doesn't 20, need to be 2400 your last piece of work for the class 2400 words and then you know what pissed me off man is uh i started trying to hit all the questions in the mm-hmm. question and i'm clipping nine plus on these <laughs> So I wrote like, I think it came out to be 26 and some change, 2,600 words mm. for, yeah. for a final. Yeah. For three questions three or questions. for, for 30 questions veiled in, uh, in three questions. I don't have the mental aptitude to try to do like I, the way I watch movies is just enjoy, you know, find what you like in it, find what you dislike talk about it with the next person you see and then uh and then that's it i, I don't have the uh the brain power to like break down and analyze film like that i didn't either but you know <laughs> you, take the, you take the fucking classes and they kind of force it on you yeah and now i don't like movies i'm i can't watch bad movies you know what i mean you're like, too intelligent for it now i understand <laughs> Being in like being into film is one of the most pretentious things, isn't it? It it definitely has that. I'm getting my degree in the two most yeah. pretentious fields you can: English, mm-hmm. literary, and film. Right. There's no more pretentious people in those two groups than anywhere else. Because well, they they have the biggest brains. They have they they know the most things about one thing that all English speakers uh, have in common with each other is that they speak English. Yeah. But it is cool to like watch movies and, you know, cause like now, you know, I'm not super good with it, but you know, I can watch a movie that comes out, you know, in the nineties or the two thousands or something. And I can notice a camera shot, mm-hmm. like a copycat camera shot from like a movie from the forties. 
okay you know like stuff like that like i'm like oh that's from citizen kane gotcha that they just took that shot from citizen kane gotcha well start like drawing the parallels because people like it it, it, you would blow your mind with like the tech and everything that goes into movies special effects and all that how much they still use the same techniques as filmmakers in the in the 30s and 40s you would think that there would be some dif- or some, some change since then, some differentiation, unless they just got it right or had the better eye for it. It, it definitely changed in technology, but in the actual like sense of like shooting a scene, mm-hmm. like it, like the the guts of shooting a scene, not gotcha. like crazy new stuff, but right. just a real you know dramatic scene, the camera angles and the way it moves, you know, and the way they mm-hmm. cut, the way they cut and back and forth you know like they created that in movies you know uh you know the shot reverse shot yeah like show a conversation shit like that like that stuff's never gonna go away right okay i I see what you're saying um i can show you like a, a specific camera shot with like a tracking shot like over a table mm-hmm. through a window that's in citizen kane that has been used in like uh, movies okay that, you know what i mean yeah, cinematography has always interested me, but I don't know if I my brain just operates that way. I mean, it's just like it's all about just like practice and like recognizing it. Mm-hmm. Cuz like sometimes I don't notice it, very rarely do I notice it. It has to be like super blatant. Like probably yeah. they're doing it on purpose to make it look like that. Um, but yeah, no, I do man, I went on a kick with some like classic movies mm-hmm. last week, late last week. Um I watched the the treasure of the of the sierra madre you ever heard of that from no uh, i'm not that was an old humphrey bogart film from the the from the 40s you ever heard the line like badges we don't need no stinking badges yes you ever heard that yes that's that's like a misquote well actually this is a little bit of movie history okay really entertaining stuff so that classic line like we don't need no stinking badges mm-hmm. that's like technically from the treasure of the sierra madre when okay. the, there's like mexican bandits in the hill like in the mountains of mexico these gold miners are like looking for gold whatever mm-hmm. and they get they confront them and they're like well if you're the police where your badges and he says something along the lines of like badges we don't need no badges i don't have to show you no stinking badges mm-hmm. and then in blazing saddles that mel brooks comedy film okay. from the 70s uh, they do a riff on it where there's a Mexican bandit that says we don't need no stinking badges, and that's the line uh, quoted. But it's technically from the Bogart film, right? I thought you were about to lay on some like it's a, it's a Mandela effect type thing. I don't know what that I don't know what that means. Um, so Mandela effect is it's like a majority of people remembering an event incorrectly or remembering something incorrectly. Oh, I do have a movie example of that. Okay. McCagney, uh, famous. He like created gangster movies in the 30s. He mm. was like the original gangster flick actor. And his most famous quote is, you killed my brother, you dirty rat. Mm-hmm. Or, or just, you dirty rat. Yeah. But he never actually says that. In oh, any- really? No. Like the closest he gets is he says, you know, open you know get out here i'll shoot the shoot you through the door you no good yellow bellied rat or something like that but he never says you dirty rat but that's like the most common quote yeah. attributed to jimmy Cagney. um like you know like the berenstain versus the berenstain bears like that that mandela uh, thing i don't know what that is you know the berenstain bears the Bernstein, books Bern, berenstain bears the the book or or shit that we read and watched as kids no you never read those books i don't think so bro it was like a there's a, there's a bear a little bear and it's got like a yellow shirt but jean overalls on it dude it sounds familiar i mean probably probably um, at some point bernstein um, yeah bernstein bernstein bears bernstein right bear? yes the Bernstein Bears or whatever the Bairn? you're saying Bairn? yeah but the the issue takes place with people thinking it was spelled Baron Steen, S-T-E-I-N, or 
either E-I or I-E, but it's actually spelled Berenstain, S-T-A-I-N. But everybody remembered it as an E, like that's Mandela effect, that kind of situation. Same with like a, like Fruit Loops. There's something, with, there's something with all kinds of things that people are like, oh, that's common knowledge, common memory, oh, but you it's know actually what? It's, incorrect. It's, the cereal one is like sunglasses on Raisin Bran or something. Yeah, or like um, the monocle on the Monopoly guy. Yeah, he's a monocle. No, he does not. He doesn't? Yeah, see? <laughs> well, why wouldn't he have a fucking monocle? I don't know. He looks like That's he'd wear a stupid. fucking monocle. That why doesn't he have a monocle? What's his problem? Uh, too rich. Doesn't need it. He got LASIK. <laughs> the Monopoly man got LASIK. <laughs> It's like 1846. They're just like doing like a wood shaving <laughs> thing into his eyes. Like, is it working? I can't see anything. All right, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, he don't. He don't be wearing a monocle. Don't don't phrase it like that. He don't be wearing one. <laughs> he really be out here not wearing a monocle, Charlie. Did you see that SNL skit mm-hmm. last week? The Gen Z hospital. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? People talk like that and it kills me. They do talk like that. They do be talking like that. <laughs> no cap. Slat, you know? <laughs> Slat. I haven't heard that. That one's more of like a, like if you're, you're slime, it's gang talk, I believe. Most popularized by Young Thug. That one's pretty popular, though. Slat or slime. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know any of those words, you know, and I was, and then I was hearing those on like, just like, bruh, <laughs> bruh's still funny. And, uh, cap yeah. just lying, right? Yes. Yes. And then you say no cap because it's like, no lie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no lie. yeah. This is this real bro. Or you can use it as your capping. It's an action. Also, okay. you know, it's, it's not just a phrase anymore. I'm not capping, Charlie. We should do a slang segment. Slang segment? Yeah. Slang <laughs> corner? Down. Yeah, bra- breaking down slang to, to my best friend, Charlie. I just don't, there's just so many of them. What, what other words were they saying in that skit? Um, uh, you're acting kind of sus. Sus. Is that just short for suspicious? Yes. That's obnoxious. But, okay, so here's the thing with sus. Now, it started as, you know, you're acting like suspicious, suspect, whatever. That's, you know, shady, you know. But now when you call somebody sus, you're saying you're you're acting kind of bouncy. All right, you imposters, don't be acting sus. Make sure to, ha- to facade apparel.store. No cap, slat. Are y'all out there looking for some unique clothes for the summer or just looking to upgrade your wardrobe for an affordable price? You can easily do both of these things at facadeapparel.store. With a new domain and new looks in the store from the newest collection, Flip, Facade Apparel is better than ever before. Uh, Again, head on over to facadeapparel.store to shop the new collection, make a statement with some fresh new threads. And I I know that you can get 5% off when using code TOOFAR. At checkout, that's a uh, all caps T O O F A R at checkout on facadeapparel.store. New stuff, I believe, is in the process of being made. Uh, I know he's had, had a few issues of, as of late with the with the store um, as far as the website, but that's looking to be fixed so you can get back on, uh, shop the drop, uh, and uh, go on and get you some. Yeah, do that. <laughs> do all that and more at facade got a little uh story okay parlays into a question for you oh i'm okay i'm great at these i'd i don't want to admit this on air (laughs) i've recently been visiting chipotle what's wrong with chipotle it's garbage it is in the sense of Mexican food. It's a garbage tier. It's a, t- it's a step above Taco Bell, 
but it's still bottom tier. But it's the best tier for fast food Mexican cuisine. Okay, I don't know. I don't know how to categorize it. But it's not good, and it's too mainstream for me, to be honest. Yeah. It's just too much. It's too much. It's the Starbucks of, of like, fast food. I hate Starbucks, you know? Right. Uh, So... I've been going there though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. My roommate, he got a burrito from there, you know. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that looks all right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so I've been going there from time to time. I've been there a few times. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'll do is I'll put in a mobile order. Oh, I have problems with this. What? Why? Mobile orders. Um, I have, maybe it's just Toledo. But when you do a mobile order, they don't put shit in that bowl, dude. Like, mm. like they, they don't – because you're not there to watch and judge them on how much they put in your bowl because people will bitch. When it's a mobile order, they can just shell it off, put it in the bag. You don't find out until you're home. Then you're upset. You still eat it because you're hungry. Um, my second issue is mobile ordering is it's never done on time. I've had to wait 30 minutes past my, my due date. My due okay. Date. All right. I got to get into a, some specifics about the Chipotle okay. in Oxford for this to make more sense. First of all, the issue with the lack of portioning on the online order is not an issue. If you put extra, like they load it up. You know what I mean? I still get fuck Toledo. Um, because, okay, and, and here's the reason. The Chipotle down here. He's fucking insane. It is constantly churning. I know Chipotle is popular everywhere, mm-hmm. but it is arguably the most busy restaurant in town. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a college town. So that being said, sometimes, a lot of the times, they don't even have walk-in available. Oh. It's all hands on deck churning out mobile orders. Damn. Damn. Okay. They don't even in the Chipotle in Oxford. They're not even making the burritos on the visible line. They're they got it off to the side. Just oh wow, okay. Spewing burritos, bowls, quesadillas, what have you. Yeah, out the fucking door. The last couple times I ordered, I didn't have terrible wait times, so I went for it. I got a burrito the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two fifteen pickup time p.m. Okay. I get up there at 2.18, so I'm like, this is going to be ready. I walk in I walk in Chipotle, and it's packed, mm-hmm. like full of people. Yeah. And no one is in line to get the, – the, the line is shut down. It's mm-hmm. all mobile pickups, just people in the store waiting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, fuck, all right. I mean, I already paid for it. The order's in. I just got to stand here and wait for it. Right. My problem with I, – I don't like to be in popular public places for extended periods of time. Okay. Because that just means you're going to run into somebody. Ah. I hate run-ins. Yeah. I hate them. I yeah. hate them. I, they're very inconvenient. They're so inconvenient because it's – there's so many variables to a run-in. Yeah. My biggest problem is the duration because you never know. Right. You just don't know when you're supposed to cut it off, like what what you do there. So mm-hmm. run into a young woman, that actually from Fremont. Okay. Uh, she's not listening, so it, it doesn't. Matter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Uh, Call her out. Say her name. <laughs> it, it does. It doesn't matter her name. Like, there's nothing wrong with her. Actually, she's very nice. Mm-hmm. Every time I've run into her on campus, she's very nice. But it's the fact of like, I'm here, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. waiting for this burrito. So there's no natural exit. Right. So I'm chatting with her very polite. She's very polite. It's fine. It, you know, actually, it was pleasant to see her. Like, that's not <laughs> even the problem. The problem is, it's like, I, I don't have anything really to say. Right. we're acquaintances i know of you and who you are but i don't know you i don't know you know i don't know what your life is like or anything like that i don't know what what you're really doing so i don't really have much to give right 
And I don't really want to take that much either. <laughs> so it gets into this situation and, you know, I'm not the only one, you know, maybe I feel it quicker than others do, but everyone feels it. Yeah. So it's like, where is this exit? Where is this stopping point? Where is this cutoff? I'm like chatting with her. And then it kind of is almost about to hit a lull. And then I got, I got so much respect for this move. This was a classic move on okay. her part. She turns to her friend who walked back with the burritos and she was standing there like listening to our conversation for the like, last 15 seconds of it mm-hmm. before it started the lull. And because the friend's being polite too, because you're not going to interrupt. Who's yeah. to say she doesn't actually really know me, you know, like in this friend, she doesn't want right. to interrupt, you know, a, a run in the conversation. That's against social protocol as well. Mm-hmm. So she's standing there and then she, the person we know, she, she did the most classic thing. She was like, well, you all set to her friend. Like, you uh, ready? and then yeah. she was like, yeah, good to go. And she was like, okay, we, we gotta go. Good to see you. Like, nice to see yeah. you. Good luck. I said, same, same. Weight off your shoulders. <laughs> Beautiful exit. I, I was, I was like, what a move. That was old school, man. Yeah. That was old school. And I had so much respect for her for doing that move and because i because i had no move to pull right the only thing i could have said to her was like actually i don't want to be talking just in case they call my name up there i don't want to miss my burrito called for 25 minutes and i uh, i'm actually kind of hungry because i didn't eat (laughs) breakfast and so i'm gonna i'm gonna turn around and put my back to you now so i can (laughs) i can tune in there's no good. I had nothing. I had my, nothing. My blood sugar's low. I'm feeling for a second. I thought I was gonna have to ditch the burrito entirely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm at the wrong Chipotle. <laughs> Pull that one. <laughs> I'm supposed to be in hell. I... <laughs> <laughs> well, the there's nothing more awkward than like trying to end the conversation and then like you're both still standing next to each other in the lot. Like you, you ever like say goodbye to somebody like leaving school, but that you both end up walking the same way to the buses or walking yep. home. And it's yep. like, well, not now what? <laughs> I don't want to talk to you this whole way. You know? It's not over. I, I would like it to be over, but it's not over. God said, let there be conversation. So the story doesn't stop there. Okay. All of a sudden, you know, cause there's, it's, it's right on high street, like where we are you know, where we were. Up yeah. There. Yeah. I remember passing the, the it's all store. It's all storefronts. Yeah. So with little parking spaces on the street, somebody whips into the handicap spot mm. right in front of Chipotle. They get out. It's a college age, perfectly fine woman. Like she's fine. Like there, she, she does not have a handicap sticker. You know how I feel about this. <laughs> okay. I know, but like, you can't do that shit. You know what I mean? No, obviously you can't, but she definitely can if she has the proper permission slip to be in that spot. She, she didn't have one, dude. Oh, well, this is this changes it completely. She's, no, like she just parked. She's it. a bad person for that. She has no. She has no backup. She has, you know, she doesn't have a sticker, right, or the sign or whatever it is, and she doesn't, and she's not handicapped. Like she, there, she was right. no, there was no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that she wanted a spot in front of Chipotle to go and get her fucking food. You know what I mean? Right. So she goes in. I didn't even notice that she did that because I was, you know, I'm listening. I'm tuning in for my burrito. And then another woman comes in and she was like, yeah, I don't know whose uh, charger that is out there, but the, the traffic lady's like circling it. Mm-hmm. And we all, everyone in the store looks out and here's like the classic looking ridiculous traffic cop woman. Mm-hmm. like holding the ticket and she's just circling it like a great white the car <laughs> he's just pacing up and down the sidewalk mm-hmm. waiting for the owner of the vehicle to come back and the girl in the store is looking at her through the chipotle window and she's like she can stand there all she wants i'm getting my order <laughs> <laughs> wow that was wow. like I was like, I have so many feelings about this. Yeah, because on one because, end, like you're a piece of shit. But goddamn, that was pretty boss of you. 
And I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this person? It's a, bur- it's a $7 burrito. Get the hell out of here. Um, but I had no real sympathies for her because she was, in fact, parked yeah. in a handicap zone with no reason to be there, which is a shit thing to do. She had some attitude in that response. That was It was like, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the main character right now. And then the other girl backed her up and was like, uh, yeah, I don't know bestie. why. Like, I don't know why they have to pick on little people, like not little people, but like pick on the pick on little things, like just nitpick as much as they can. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, am I the only one in here going? She's parked in a handicapped zone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's a shit thing to do. Somebody call her out. I'm not gonna, but somebody do it. <laughs> I, dude, I don't. I thought about it, but I'm like. Again, I have no exit, you know. <laughs> I need this burrito. I, I'm glued. I'm glued to the floor until I get the burrito. So I, I'm waiting for my burrito. The cop doesn't go anywhere. She's still circling it out there like a hawk. Mm-hmm. Ready to make the bust of the century. Right. And then another group comes in, and it's a guy that I had a class with like a, a year and a half ago. Okay. And I turn around, and he was like, charlie and i was like oh hey what's Mm -hmm. up man and i shake his hand and he i was like you know i was just making chit chat with him he's like oh by the way podcast is hilarious oh really yeah well that's 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 pretty cool he's like he's like it came up in my recommended and i was like i'm gonna give this a listen and he's been listening I, i i think he's still currently listening i'm not sure so shouts to him maybe um, maybe he only caught like a certain couple episodes and then like and like a sense has heard one that that upset right. him and he turned it off forever that's it's fine very possible it's very possible but uh he said he would listen he said he liked the show so we appreciate that yeah, fuck yeah shouts to to you chipotle man in the meantime this cop still this <laughs> charger in the handicap zone and she even and then a cop walks by a real cop you know mm-hmm. yeah one that has authority yeah one that can actually do things other than write on pieces of paper and ruin someone's afternoon right um she's like talking to him for a second the traffic cop and then the cop comes into chipotle looks around for 10 seconds like he was just checking to see how busy it was and leaves mm. and, and we're like and then like the late the girl still was like indignant like get my fucking bowl <laughs> like she's getting her food, chipotle food and then, uh, finally she gets her food and she's walking out of the store and i make eye contact with her and i say best of luck to you <laughs> <laughs> no not with the ticket situation i mean when when you're when you're sent to hell for eternity for being a horrible human uh <laughs> I said, best of luck to you. And she was like, thank you. <laughs> and then she went out and the traffic cop almost missed her with the ticket. Like she had her back turned and the girl scurried out and like got her car real quick right. and started backing up as quick as she could. Right. I had to like run to the driver's side and be like, ticket, ticket. Ticket, ticket. Her biggest mistake was moving quickly to that car. Well, yeah, I don't know what her plan was there. I think she just wanted to get the fuck out of Dodge, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I mean that, that's, that's, you know, the fight or flight kicking in. She chose flight. And then after she gives her the ticket, she starts walking across the street um, toward my car. <laughs> of course, I don't put money in the meters. What am I, a sucker? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I didn't because I was like, oh, it's going to be two minutes. Like, yeah, the order should be done. <laughs> right. Like, I'm, I'm already late for it. It'll be fine. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I had to scurry across the street. <laughs> so like, you... And I had to, like, fast walk behind the cars right. and, like, jet up to my driver's side before she got around on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. And then I started backing up right when she got to my car, and she started writing a ticket for the car right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> so while wow, you're very fortunate that she parked in that handicapped spot. Yes. So shouts... I most likely would have gotten a ticket. Yeah, shouts to her. Um for for needing that Chipotle bowl so badly. Uh, 
<laughs> she was like five feet tall too. It was hilarious. Uh, I it took me one parking ticket to start paying in meters in Toledo. I've never gotten a parking ticket. I have had two tickets in my time. I've gotten mm-hmm. a speeding ticket, and I've gotten a ticket for not wearing a seatbelt, which is a stupid ticket. Yeah, speed, it, speed limit I get, but come on, why the seatbelt? I don't know, dude. Like for a country all about fucking freedom, you'd think that we'd have the right to uh, be projectively or to be evacuated through the windshield because we didn't wear a seatbelt. We have that as a fucking right. Well, you know why I didn't want to wear my seatbelt? So you <laughs> because I didn't want to wrinkle my Don Pruitt T-shirt. Now, you you can't ticket that. You can't ticket that. You can't write like, a ticket. Dude, if you're a cop and you pull somebody over the Don Pruitt t-shirt on, how are you going to write that guy a ticket? You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Even like, I'm like, like the cop's going to be like, you're also a fan of Don Guitar Pruitt. Yeah, and then Don can be like, yeah, well, Don Pruitt ain't a fan of you. And then he can, <laughs> he can, he can get the fuck out of there. <laughs> There's no way you're getting a ticket. But what you can get on your old pal donpruitt.bandcamp.com is a beer and wine koozie available in black, red, and camouflage for just $5. That's right, folks. For 5 bucks, you're going to keep your hands warm and your drinks cold in a classic Don Pruitt beer and wine koozie. He has those T-shirts, as we mentioned, that have the Don Pruitt logo on there. Classic, cool T-shirts. You can check those out. Check out his CDs with his new album, Your Old Pal. All of his other merchandise is on the website. You just have to go over to yourolpaldonpruitt.bandcamp.com and check out Don Pruitt, his music, and his classic stylings. Uh, speaking of Don Pruitt, went and saw him on Friday night. Yeah, I, went, I meant to ask you how that went. It was awesome, man. I showed up about 15 minutes. He started at 8. We showed up about a quarter after. A friend of the podcast, Garrett, mm. uh, also... Great guy. Great guy. <laughs> little uh, little weird between you two. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's rumored. People are saying that. <laughs> people are saying. <laughs> people are saying that Nate is engaged in a love triangle with renowned couple Garrett and Rhiannon. Um, it's, a well, weird, it's a weird thing you three have going. I'm not a part of it. I don't want to be a part of it. Uh, <laughs> Always wanted to be a homewrecker, Charlie. <laughs> On my bucket list. Uh, when Rhiannon visited a couple weekends ago, she made sure to mention that she was not concerned with mm. you taking Garrett. So, so she thinks there's no competition. Right. And I mean, she's calling me ugly, is what she's doing. I don't know if that's the case. You guys can settle that off air. I just, I didn't want to bring it to life. We can't settle it off air. She'll fucking kill me, dude. (laughs) She'll she'll box my fucking head off. I love, I love that the bit is that, well, for one that you are going to take care of it away. Yeah, right. But then, no, that bit's not too ridiculous. Let's add on the fact that if you do successfully do so, you're going to get beat to shit. (laughs) Like she's actually gonna just beat the hell out of you. Oh, I, she has the capabilities. Okay, I get, I get what you mean. It's fair. Um, but circling back to Don Pruitt, um, I show up to the Hitching Post Saloon in Dartown, just about nine minutes mm-hmm. outside of Oxford. Cool little. It's a cool little. Uh, bit of a country bar i'm not gonna lie when garrett and i walked in everybody kind of yeah. like stopped and looked yeah. at us fucking yankee <laughs> and i was like how do they know you know what i mean <laughs> well you have product in your hair is that what it is i would i would have to guess i would have to guess were you wearing denim i was wearing blue jeans oh that's not a dead giveaway I was wearing a button-down and blue jeans. Might be the button-down. That might have sealed it. Because if I'm picturing... Yeah, if I'm picturing a place like that, 
the kind of button downs they wear aren't the kind of button downs that you wear. No, I don't think we have. Uh, I don't think we have the same kind of button downs. You, you're yeah. probably correct in saying that, but creative uh, differences. You know, like I almost, I was almost kind of hoping that like Don Pruitt would quit playing for a second. <laughs> it's like so it was like the full mm-hmm. like we're the outcasts you know what i mean right uh, but then don <laughs> pruitt shouted me out in the middle of his song did he really or in the middle of his you know his his discourse i don't know mm-hmm. it was on stage you know and then i was cool all of a sudden you know because i'm like Whoa. i'm i'm hip to i'm hip with don pruitt mm-hmm. and that that gets a lot of recognition in, around those parts um oh, i'm sure so he no he he sounded great we were there i was there for about an hour and a half uh he he pulled out all the stops man he was playing some oldies his originals off of his album got the harmonica harmonica guitar it was decked out so uh all decked out just i i told him uh, when he uh he took a little break and he came up i was like man i I walked by the bar i thought they still had the jukebox on it was just my good old pal (laughs) Don Pruitt, kind of good, man. <laughs> I would like to I, – I wish Toledo wasn't on the opposite end of Ohio mm. than, than you because I, I would have liked to be able to go see that, that show. Maybe I would have got shouted out too. <laughs> Maybe. Probably not. But Wow, dude. <laughs> like – <laughs> Don Pruitt's just singing into the mic, and then he just stops. He's like, oh, welcome, Nate. You took it too far, fame. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Dude, I felt like uh, that's the closest. Don Pruitt shouting me out is the closest I'm going to get to, like, Bobby Vinton sending Henry Hill the champagne and Goodfellas at the Copacabana. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yep. When they go in. Like when he walks in and then they're just like, oh, Mr. Hill, good to see you. And then they, they mm-hmm. the maitre d' gives a little wave. And all of a sudden there's a table right in front of the stage with a little lamp <laughs> and the champagne. Bobby Vinton sent him champagne. Oh, man. That's the closest that I'm probably ever going to come to that feeling. Well, I hope, it, uh, I hope you, you enjoyed the feeling. <laughs> if that's it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe something like that will happen again. Fingers crossed. You never know. Yeah, when we get a an internet award for for best podcast. Yeah, when are they when are they letting us know on that? Because this is a little. Yeah, it's it's going to be know. ridiculous. It's getting to be ridiculous. I I would have assumed that we would have heard something by now. Um, I'll I'll I'll, I'll check the email. I'll actually put some effort. I'll I'll look through, see what we got. Um, but they they got to be saying something soon, right? I mean, well, yeah, I mean, our inbox is so full. We might have just missed the email. Yeah, I mean, we get so many quality emails that it might have accidentally got sent to spam. And I don't check the spam folder, so I'll, I'll do that off air. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably a good idea. I mean, like, we get so many, just so many listeners just emailing in, you know, um, every week. And we try to get to them, we do, but, you know, we just never do for some yeah. reason. I mean, there's there's so many to go through. and. You know, how can we pick which ones to, to even talk about? Because we'll definitely be missing some. So what you guys should do is just stop. Please, please stop emailing us. Our inbox is is going crazy. We need you guys yeah. to stop, please. I, I can't handle it. Yeah, we, I mean, if it, if it keeps going at this rate, we'll have to hire an intern or something. Yeah, it's 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 driving me mad. I, I uh, Please, please stop. Don't continue to do this. I can't handle it. If you want to upset me, then, then emailing is the way to do it. But please don't do that. Wow. You've really sunk to new lows. <laughs> Reverse psychology on listeners. Yeah. <laughs> really proven to be effective. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jesus, man. But uh, no, uh, how was your week? Did you get into anything this week? What's up? Um, I leave. Talking. I, uh, I saw my, my mother on Mother's Day. That was really the only – I saw my mother and my girlfriend's mother. It was great. Got to Do you guys time. get together? Get the moms together? No, but we should um, because they knew of each other. I'm not going to get into the, the science, but that's, that's a waste of time. 
<laughs> connecting dots and two separate families not yeah, and the family trees yeah yeah no but i get your point i get your drift um but it was nice to to go home see them and other than that i've i've been working my my little tushy off don't uh, say <laughs> the work of my big ass off don't say that's <laughs> No. <laughs> no, but I, uh, I've been working. I got a, We were recording after I clocked off work because you know recording any other time is going to be a headache because our schedules are a complete opposite of each other right now. And I'm booked up with work. I signed up for a fuckload of shifts for no reason. I wish you wouldn't have because I'm exhausted right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I, I would like to have also, but I've got stuff. I had to take some days off because Kaylee planned some birthday stuff for me, which she hasn't told me about yet. But, um, but I took those days off and I was like, well, instead of, you know, me, my check getting shorter, I'll just pick up a couple extra days. So I've been working seven days straight. Then I get a couple days off and I got six days and then I'll get two days off and back to normal. So. Well, that's a hell of a fucking flip they got you on. Yeah, I uh, but the check's gonna be nice. I made them schedule it like that so I get overtime, so the weeks weren't split. You know, right? Um, so, be nice to get a couple of thick checks, spend it on probably alcohol and tattoos, and then uh, be poor again. You're gonna get a tattoo? Yeah, I've got a uh, two in mind right now. I'm gonna oh be getting one God, here are soon. You serious? Mm-hmm. Oh jeez, <laughs> I've lost him. My little boy's gone to the dark side. <laughs> what are you going to get? Um, okay, so the, the premise behind this is... Uh, I we love sp- when people explain their tattoos. <laughs> no, no, it's not the tattoo. It's why I'm getting the tattoo. This when. is the water sign because... <laughs> I'm often very thirsty. And that really meant a lot to me, man. My, you know, my quench for life, you know. <laughs> so I got the water sign. I'm okay. I- we're supposed to get a group of friends. We're going to get a tattoo together. And uh, it hasn't happened yet, but we're finally getting everybody's schedule cleared, school being done, so we're going to schedule them ASAP. So, in mind, I'm going to get a kanji, which is um, a Japanese uh, word, um, the symbol. Okay, okay, so you're getting like a group. Yeah, like because most – I'm going to explain it now. Most important things to me are my friends and family, what I consider to be part of my clan, my crew, my, my family. So, and I, tr- I settled with that one because the word family didn't look as cooler. <laughs> 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 didn't look as cool. It did not look cooler. <laughs> um, yeah, you were syntact- uh, syntactically sound there, but I let it slide. Yeah, but... That's the one I want to get. I'm gonna get it on like my uh, my my high ankle, kind of in that area on the inside. Really? Yeah. Ankle tat? I thought. Don't you have to be like <laughs> a washed up sorority girl to get an ankle tat? It's not really an ankle tat. It's more like a lower cat, like tat. a little star. Because it's gonna be like a three by three symbol. I think is what I'm gonna settle with. So it's gonna be. It's gonna be. Pretty good size, so it's not like a little, you know, it's it's going to be pretty bulky. It, it always cracks me up when, like, women get, like, tiny tattoos. Mm-hmm. Like stars or arrows or whatever the fuck. Yeah. In, like, random-ass places. What yeah. for? I, I don't know. It, it works for some people, and it doesn't for, for others. I don't know. Um, I, I never got an offer from you for a fam, family tattoo. Well, but the the tattoo encompasses you, because you're in that you're in that collective for me. Yeah, but like you don't you never offered me Zach and Kyle oh well, a, a tattoo. I think you're the only one out of the the group that would refuse a tattoo. Yeah, probably. Yeah, so <laughs> we know damn well Kyle he won't he won't say no to a tattoo. That guy he's he's getting. He's all yeah. inked up, dude. dude I always, it looks so good on him, too. It's so crazy because I always forget about it. And then he pops that. Or he's wearing short <laughs> sleeves or pops the top, and he's just he's got a fucking full sleeve. <laughs> Kyle, in my head, is always like 18-year-old Kyle. Right. right. So I can't. 
when I think of him, I don't think a tatted up cop. It'll be another mm-hmm. 10 years before the tattoos are committed to memory. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. Like I, it still surprises me. No, it doesn't surprise me, but I have the same thing in my head where it's like, when I picture Kyle, you know, he's, he's, he's a not bigger guy, but he's, he's got a little more meat on him. He's not as cut, you know, um, Cause like you know, Kyle Nile's got that rock, rock solid jawline and the, the, the full sleeve and the 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 pecs, man. He he looks good. <laughs> no, Kyle, you look good, man. Uh, he doesn't listen. Kyle does listen. Does he? Kyle and Mallory listen on their their trips. That's fair. They do that. That's nice of them. Um. But, yeah, I think you'd be the only one in the group that would be like no to a tattoo. Yeah, I can't do it. I just don't have it in me. I could see you getting one on your face. Right. Mike that Tyson be, style. That would be the only logical place for me to get the tattoo is just directly on my fucking face. Yeah. That's what I want. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> We've hit our time this week. Yeah, I think we're I think we're about there. <laughs> <laughs> hit the link tree. Um, no, but seriously, hit the socials and uh, email us at you took it too far cast at gmail dot com. That's you took it too far cast at gmail dot com. And uh, I don't know messages. I don't care. Just leave re you know ratings and reviews and whatnot. You know what I mean? Why not ask how we're doing? Sure, I don't care, but yeah, I mean, we do tell you every week, so that's probably why you don't ask. But yeah, just uh, hit us with something, and especially a rating and reviews would be nice. Uh, tell a friend about the podcast, be like, Yeah, yeah I got these two funny guys that I listen to every week that yeah, you know, lie to them, lie right to their face, <laughs> <laughs> lie to your friends, and tell them this show's the best thing that ever happened to you. Um, but you know, that being said, you got anything else that you want to, you wanted to cover this week? Um, I think I'm all good. So, uh, we will see you guys, uh, next Friday.